<laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, that won't be seamless. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I mean, I know you're going to hit start, but when I said, are you ready? I know. That's what that means. Hello and welcome back to the UCAST. We're back at Cross Point Fellowship at the last office on the right. We are. And uh, <laughs> it kind of threw me off a little bit. We're glad to be here. Um, we are going to be talking about uh, just an exhausting uh, topic. Not exhausting in the sense that I'm so glad I've been forgiven. You know, we, yes. But, but, our pastor did preach a sermon yesterday on forgiveness and I left feeling like I had a lot of questions, mm. which I think I do think that's fabulous because I mean, we actually went home and we've talked about it. We we've, we've texted amongst ourselves when we've been in different locations to say, well, what about this? Yep. You know, what, what happened with y'all yesterday after the sermon? Well, we were back at the Payne's house for lunch. So it was the four of us. And we kind of all just came away with a, something a little different in like understanding it. And so I think it will be one of those things that we just continue talking about. Does that make sense? I do. Which I think it is does, kind of why yeah. you wanted to talk about it today. Well, so yesterday was your first Sunday back, actually. It was. And so you came back and it was I was <laughs> thrilled. <laughs> Huge subject. Was, yeah, for real. You know what? It was so funny because we were like, running around seeing everyone uh -huh. and after like i think ben was already up on stage talking and todd leaned over to me and he goes it's like going back to school after summer break we got to see it's everyone so great, man. it was really really sweet um so we've the the elders have been preaching through um matthew 6 mm -hmm. and it's the lord's prayer and uh so yesterday um Ben preached about verse 16, where he said, for if you forgive others um, when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others of their sins, your father will not forgive you. Yeah. Correction for the audience. Verse 14 and 15. Oh, I'm in so sorry. In case you're following around. Oh, it is. Following along. It? So sorry. Just in case. It's my eyes. <laughs> the the lighting in, in here in this office is much like the lighting in the worship mm -hmm. center. Yeah. Theater of the minds. Yes. A clear photo cannot be taken in this room because <laughs> of the horrible lighting. Well, most of the time when I'm in church, my kids are always like, mom, but I'll have my flashlight on no, my you phone. Don't. Yes, I do. I do it just like that. See, now I can see it's four, 14 and 15. I got to take a picture of this. Sure do. Yeah. It's, um, it's like, um, a, yeah. Yeah. So to see it. we'll post that on the Instagram. Sounds good. Some of the things that were said yesterday that have really stuck with me, and I don't even know if you have your notes with you from yesterday's sermon, but Ben talked about how we daily are to ask for forgiveness from our father, that there was this precedent set when, um, you know, we begin to talk about praying for our daily bread. And mm -hmm. it's, it's the same thing is that every day we need to be asking God uh, for forgiveness kind of an, you know, a, a daily recognition of our sins, mm -hmm. accounting and and reconciling with others as well. Mm -hmm. That it's not just this um, 
this vertical thing where we're just going to God constantly being forgiven for our sins. But there's a fruit of that as well, where yeah. we are horizontally um, giving forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Well, it's almost a, another response to our salvation because in salvation, we've been forgiven. And so because of that, it that translates in that, into how we live our lives. Yeah. And forgiveness is just one of those things. Well, when you we know? realize the magnificent right. load that we've been released from, one of the things that um, was said yesterday is that we are connected to a sizable debt concerning our father. Mm. Um, it's astronomical and we can never repay it. And um, he used the passage in Matthew 18 about, um, you know, a, a guy who basically was released of this, how did he say it? A kajillion dollar debt. Yes. And yeah. then he went and had someone in prison to owe, who owed him $17,000 mm-hmm. and had the $17,000 debt just stood alone. And we didn't know the first part of the story about his release from his um, sizable indebtedness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, then we would have gone, oh, $17,000 is a lot. Right. But when we realized that, you know, we were on death row Mm -hmm. and we were released from that, then all of a sudden it doesn't even make sense Mm -hmm. for us to hold someone's, you know, Mm -hmm. debt against them. Yeah. It makes me think of just the guy with the trillion dollar debt. And then you've got the guy with the $17,000 debt. I feel like we can so easily identify with the guy with the trillion dollar debt who thinks his debt is really only like 17,000. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. like, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but like we can view ourselves. as just a little bit better than the other guy. Yeah. And yeah. so we forget what we've been forgiven of in right. our natural state, right. you know, and what we've been saved from really. Right. But to view somebody else as like, you know, we just have this hierarchy, like, well, yeah. I'm better than them. Well, actually you're not, No. you know, we're not. Right now, once we're saved and in Christ, we have a new identity, mm-hmm. and so that's different. Mm-hmm. But it's not an us and them thing. No, you know, one of the things that was so I, I want to use both of these words, convicting and compelling, to mm-hmm. me was when he asked this question: Is what pardoning someone and forgiving someone? What would this do to our conversations, and what would our life? The outlook be and and he summed it up this way like what if my family begin to pray this together mm. you know what yeah. if um i forgave you know the way he he used uh, an example of of uh brent uh jotham mm-hmm. you know whose brother was was um was killed by accident um, by amber geiger and how he he forgave her and didn't just forgive her, but moved toward her spatially, mm-hmm. put his arms around her. And and then the thing that got me, I think, was when he said, I, I truly want the best for you. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I mean, I don't, that hit me like a ton of bricks mm-hmm. because I um, have struggled with some forgiveness. And I don't know. I think that's where the rubber meets the road for me, because you and I were talking about this a little bit before we started recording I can move towards someone and act as if I have forgiven them Mm, to keep the peace uh, to make things normal but when the question when Ben asked the question yesterday do I truly desire the best for them am I truly praying for their best Mm -hmm. the answer is no Mm -hmm. I I can answer that right now I can say it's not 
you know, and then that just, is it because, you know, you want like justice to be Mm -hmm. served. I want justice to be served. I want, um, for other people to know that they owe me seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I want them to know that they owe me seventeen thousand dollars. I don't want to move towards someone and then someone say to me, "Man, you're really, you know, heaping coals upon their head." You know, that kind of thing. That that's not what I want. What I really want is I want to pray for people that either I've I, I feel like have have wronged me or someone close to me. And I want to pray for God's very, very best for them. I well, really do want that. Like, I do I'm, too. It makes me think of that. Um, I think it's Romans 12, but um, outdo one another and showing honor. Yeah. That kind of equates this to me of like, if we can forgive and hope for their best is a way to honor them. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And that is hard because our, human selves, you know, like I said, want that justice to be served. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't want it served on us, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because yeah, I don't want everyone <laughs> in the world to know how much I owe everyone else in the world. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So another statement that was made is that unforgiveness is like eating rat poison and waiting on the other person to die. Yeah. I mean, those were very explicit illustrations that just got to me. Because it is, it slowly eats away at you inside. Because you're the one thinking about it all the time. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I I texted Greg this morning because uh, we got home yesterday after worship and we had a couple of young adults coming over to eat. And um, my 15-year-old was riding home with me and she said, man, I was just so convicted about this because of just, you know, those, those, middle school, high school relationships with girls, you know, and and she said, but I don't know how to move towards someone and, and give them forgiveness, Mm -hmm. uh, accept forgiveness and give forgiveness and still have boundaries, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we, we discussed that a little bit. I mean, I don't know if y'all talked about that, but I mean, how do you, Yeah, it's hard to draw that line of, of being able to forgive in your heart, which is what the point was. Mm -hmm. And then, either be it because sometimes you have to exist in the same space they do. Right. But being able to not move out of vengeance, but just like you said, boundary. Yes. Like the trust gets broken. I can still forgive you and not trust you in the same way. Exactly. Do you know, but like, but not move in, um, in a way that is scared or fearful Mm -hmm that it'll happen again because it's like, you've just drawn this boundary where it, it's probably not going to happen again, but that's a hard yeah. line. To talk. Greg said yesterday, he said, yeah, he goes, you know, you can forgive someone that has hurt you, but you don't have to hang out with them. That's right. You know, but you can still forgive them. So I texted him this morning, you know, 24 hours later and I'm like, tell me again what you said about that. Yeah. Because I woke up this morning thinking about it, you know? Yeah. And he said, I said, you know, about the thing with boundaries and, and like, you know, do our feelings ever change? And he, he texted me back. He said, we treat them the way God treats us. And that is a release mm-hmm. um, of a debt. And we hope the best for them and pray for them. We don't hate them or wish them ill, yeah. you know, and. And we don't continually tell other people what they did. That is what I keep going back to. I, I promise you, that's what I was just thinking. Is that I just, someone brings them up. Yeah. That someone who's hurt me yeah. or 
or whatever that I just say, man, I'm so thankful to hear about how good they're doing or to say, right. I really am glad to hear this. I want God's yeah. best for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It is. Well, that's difficult. what, yeah. What made me think of that is because my own personal conviction with maybe like someone in particular that I'm thinking about. And it's like, yes, they did hurt me, but they, we've, we've moved on mm -hmm. and that's fine. Mm -hmm. I need to like really forgive in my heart and then be okay and hope for the best for them and also see them on a regular and, basis. And the question that was asked and, yesterday, I'm sorry, Emily, go no, ahead. Go ahead. The, the question that, that Ben asked yesterday was, why do we feel the need to, to leave a situation when they're, when we're hurt? Mm. Because, you know, um, that's our natural. I mean, we, we've previously recorded a podcast about, um, the Enneagram and if all goes well, that should, we should be able to say last week, right. The episode on the Enneagram. Exactly. <laughs> Where Don't you, hold us to it. <laughs> you talked about how basically, I mean, Jesus really, because of Jesus, I mean, your, mm -hmm. your default is that if things get hard in a relationship right. that you're, you know, you're getting I'm, out. I'm going to cut and run. Yeah. With really, uh, we joke at home that I have a really cold heart because I kind of do. Right. Because I can cut and run. But something as an adult I have learned to do is instead of doing that, instead of cutting and running, and then really never forgiving them in my heart, just kind of forgetting about them, honestly, right. is being able to forgive them in my heart truly. Mm -hmm. And then to just be done with it and be okay with, Maybe that was just the, I needed them for a season. They needed mm -hmm. me for a season. Like being able to end kind of have, I don't know that friendships have to last forever. They don't. I think they can run their course. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm not saying like you have a falling out and you don't deal with it. Right. But, you don't have to be best friends. But it doesn't have to go back to normal if there's a conversation that was had or whatever. Kind of be like, okay, that was well, I what think, I needed then. Does I that make sense? It, it does make sense. I think the issue is that if if we view the church the way we do family, mm -hmm. as we as I think we should, yeah, you know that um, enough in your family, you're going to have hard things to work through. Mm -hmm. People are going to sin against each other. People are going to um, break commitments and covenants. People are going to say mean things or have a bad day or slam the door, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, I, gosh, I had, you know, my, my mom, uh, when she married my stepdad who, who raised me, you know, it was me and my older brother. And then we got, you know, six older brothers right. on top of that. So there were seven boys and, and then me, and I mean, you're in your family. I mean, you could have fistfights. Right, right. <laughs> you know, boys, they yep. fight, you know, uh -huh. girls cry. Boys just duke it out sometimes. Girls you know? use sharp words yes. and tears. And so that's right. And <laughs> so that exactly my dad, you know, who had never had a daughter, he was like, Why is she crying all the time? She's crying again. You know, we didn't leave each other. Yeah. You right. get you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you you learn that, man, this is our family and yeah. that we're gonna be okay in the morning, you know. We're yeah. gonna, you know, we're gonna be okay. Why is it that we impose different rules with the church and with Christians? And listen, this me talking about this. I mean, this is something. This doesn't that, mean you're an expert. No, this is what I am struggling with right, 
right now in this moment, as I said here, Mm -hmm. you know, is how do we in a, in a society and a culture where we can cut and run very quickly, Mm -hmm. we can block people Mm -hmm. on social media. We can unfriend them. We don't have to follow them. How do we continue? How do we take an open stance and say, you know, I'm here. I'm I'm really here. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, my, my problem, and that's a question. So there you go. Question mark. And then the next thing is, is that I think it gets difficult when there's no response. Right. If, if you, you know, if I text someone and say, man, I'm praying for you, da da da, and then there's no response or maybe I've hurt them and they think, well, you know, you, I don't want to hear from you because da 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 da. How did, how's there ever even any moving forward? You know, if the discussion is, you know, I, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be a person who is, especially after the sermon, I don't want to be the person who stops the conversation is what I'm saying. Like, I really mm-hmm. do want to move toward people and see their good in Christ and mm-hmm. to say, man, God has forgiven me so much. Why am I even angry at you? Right. Because I could have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I did do the same thing and right. I didn't know it, you mm-hmm. know? And so, um, I think that's, I think that's a big deal. And Ben made the point to say that, um, in, in verse 12, you know, 12, a is welcome a lot, but 12 B mm-hmm. is not. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's right. Did I get the verse right again or did yes, I just you did. mess it up? No, you said it right. I was going to read yeah, it. So 12 a is, and forgive us our debts, which is the welcome part. Right. The not so welcome part would be B and it's, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Yeah. And so it's almost this equating do this for us like we're doing, which right. implies that we're doing it. We right. are forgiving others. Of course, it's a given, right? We should be doing that. Yeah, we should be doing that. Well, it's like in the beginning, you know, before he gets into the actual Lord's Prayer, he says, when you pray and when you fast and when you do these things, what well, he's saying when. So it's mm-hmm. as believers, we're should be doing these right. things already, right. you know, and I don't use the word should lightly because we don't want to put should on people, but, mm-hmm. but we should be, because if we believe the scriptures, we want to be following them. And so it's just one of those, you know, things that should be a given. Right. Uh, we are actively forgiving others. Yeah. He, he asked, how often do I carry bad unforgiving feelings toward others, but I expect others to forgive me. That's right. You know, and um, I think we find ourselves in messes. I know I do personally to where I say, number one, how did it even get this bad? And then number two, how do I fix it? Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's a pretty, man, being human is pretty difficult. Yeah. Well, you saying that just remind me of like, I think if we can get better at this daily and just normalcy of forgiving one another and moving on, whether that's, you know, complete reconciliation and we are buddies again, or we can work together again, or if it's just, we're kind of moving in our own paths, but not in um, like anger, you know, like if we can truly forgive and move on that kind of thing. But if we can do that, we're going to work that forgiveness muscle. Mm. So when the big ones come, it's easier to forgive mm-hmm. and you're not going to forget it. Cause that's just not how humans work, 
but we can, can forgive and hope the best for them mm-hmm. and, and truly move on. Yeah. It's, it's just this working that muscle over I and think over we and over. work the muscle and, and we've said this before, but we do the hard work and heavy lifting in prayer mm-hmm. is that we are praying every day, mm-hmm. you know, God, I did this. Please forgive me for this. And it's not going as a beggar. It's going as a child, mm-hmm. you know, that we're saying, you know, I know he's going to forgive me for this. Obviously right. the forgiveness has already been there, but I'm coming to him saying, man, I, I know that I am only here by the grace of Jesus. That's and, right. and, and one of the things I think in understanding that is that um, we are hoping in the work of another outside of us. It's mm-hmm. not just us, you know, it doesn't, the gospel doesn't begin with us or end with us. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that Jerry Bridges says in uh, the gospel for real life is he says that um, Jesus didn't just come to earth and live a perfect life so that he could die a perfect death and that death be applied to me. Mm. Jesus came to earth. He lived a perfect life and that perfect life is applied to me. Yeah. So he has given me, given me all that is his, his perfection, all of that he has laid on me. It's that picture of, of, you know, or in my, my head, the picture of the prodigal son who's running home and he's about to get killed and slaughtered probably by all these people who he owed money to. He walked off and left. He, He shirked his responsibility and and he went to go find his way. And the father runs to him and throws that huge robe around him that says he is mine. Yeah. You, you can't touch him mm-hmm. because he's identified with me. Mm-hmm. And so when when we see ourselves as as that that boy, mm-hmm. you know, and and that Christ has literally um, imputed his perfection. He has represented us. Mm-hmm. you know, before the father, he's given us all of that, that I think to move any other way is it's a, it's a misunderstanding of grace in the gospel. Yeah. And I think for me, I have to pray that God will keep that ever before me mm-hmm. uh, because I am, um, I hang on to my hurt mm-hmm. and I have imaginary conversations. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, if this is said, then I'm going to say this, or if this happened, or why didn't I say that? Or mm-hmm. if this person could only understand this, right? you know, and understanding that there are sides to the story that I don't know, but there are sides to the story they don't know. And we're all just, just trying to figure it out. We're all just a mess. That's the thing. Jesus. I think yeah. that even, you know, during all of this COVID stuff and, opening and closing and reopening and masks and all that. It's like one thing I have really learned is just giving more grace and margin for people to, to move and make a mistake or to make a really good decision and want to, you know, do the same types of things and watch how people are moving. But it's like, you know, I think one way should be the way they think another way should be the way we do things. Okay, we can each give each other grace even if we don't agree, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so it's kind of that goes into forgiveness of mm-hmm. like, you know, we just need to try mm-hmm. with each other and give each other that grace that's been applied to us, you know? Because yeah. I think we just so easily forget or maybe not forget, but just not aware. I think we awareness. go into things with I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, I'm right and you're wrong. And mm-hmm. sometimes I look back at like, um, you know, situations that I have had personally, and I'll say something that I meant one way, mm-hmm. 
but that wasn't the way it was heard. And, you know, my kids will say, mom, that's not what I was, you know, that's not what I meant. Uh And I always say, well, what you meant doesn't really matter. Mm. It's, it's how you said it, you know, what you said and how you said it, what you said and how you said it. And so it's, it is, I have to apply that to my own self, Mm. you know, and yeah. And so anyway, I'm thankful to know that, you know, in black and white, I mean, just that I was thinking about first John one nine, that if we confess our sins, Mm -hmm. He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that I do want to be that person. I don't want to be known as that person. I want to be that person that actually takes an open stance toward people Mm -hmm. to where if they were to come to me, you know, Mm -hmm. that I would forgive them. If they don't come to me, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm still going to forgive them. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, what, what he said yesterday about like, if someone says, Oh, I need to go ask them for forgiveness and they go well, ab- and, and they're thinking, well, they're absolutely going to forgive me. Yeah. Of course they're going to forgive me. I just yeah. need to go ask them to forgive me. Right. You know? Right. I don't know. Did it strike the same chords in you? I mean, I feel like I'm kind of, yeah, no, I, it did. And it's one of those things that I feel like on Thursday of this week, mm-hmm. I'll probably have more to say. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. it'll just keep mauling around and it's, because I have a hard time just running into fixing things, hard mm-hmm. things, it takes me a while where I have to ask the Lord to bring people to mind because mm-hmm. it's easy for me to just block that out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some that oh, just yeah. like instantly pop up, obviously. But yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I'm interested to hear, you know, from our young adults what they thought about it. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and just how they're moving in it and what that looks like because, you know, I think age gaps show something generation gaps, you know, to where they can process differently than we can process. And I think they'll have things that will be helpful for us Mm -hmm. and how they are walking this out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Greg texted me this question that said, maybe another question is, can we feel anger towards someone that we forgive? Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't, I don't think anger is a bad emotion. Right. It's what you do with it. I think so. Or how I mean, it dictates your behavior. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's it's a feeling that lets us know something's there mm-hmm. and going on. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm quick to do, I mean, what I want to be quicker to do is to say, why am I feeling this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, why do I feel, why did I just get angry when they questioned me about something? Yeah. Like defensive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what does forgiveness without animosity look mm-hmm. like? Yeah. You know, and I think asking the question, like, am I releasing someone from the death that they've incurred with me? Mm. Um, Lots of times I think people don't even know that they're, they owe a debt. Right. You know? Um, And so, but again, I think it all goes back to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate it. Well, it's the same as really anything. It's the heart issue. Yeah. You know, what is our heart motivation? Mm -hmm. Where is it? You know, once we get that in check, we can move towards right. forgiveness and move towards others and reconciliation or whatever that looks like. Growth, right. you know. Right. Well, so. I'm thankful that God has forgiven me and I sure mm-hmm. don't want to be um, the person in the parable. I'll tell you that much. But it is it right. feels like um, um, it's it's hard for me. I have to constantly it's almost mechanical. I have to say. I cannot respond this way. I cannot react this way Mm -hmm. and like deal with the internal 
the way Jesus has dealt with mm-hmm. me, which is all grace. Right. Yeah. Well, and if we believe that we were created in his image, then we are able through him able to reflect mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And so how can we do that in mm-hmm. forgiveness and just in relationships? And I think a good thing is to talk it out. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's one of the things I've enjoyed about, you know, when we starting to meet together again, mm-hmm. is like being able to have people over for lunch and say, okay, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know, how did that hit you today? Did the Holy spirit show you anything? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, like you said, I mean, we, you know, you're, we want to talk with, with Ben and our elders even more about this sermon, mm-hmm. uh, to say, well, what about this? Or what about this right. situation? Or how does this break know, it down practically? Very yeah. practical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So awesome. Well, that's all I got. What we have for you is go and forgive someone today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a slogan or something. I don't know. I mean, maybe just, you know, relax and ask God to just show you the depth of yeah. his, you know, yeah, his goodness and his, his goodness mercy and his and love grace. and yep. how he has given it to us to give to others, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, we definitely want you to join in the conversation and let us know what you thought about the sermon, your thoughts on forgiveness and send in questions and we'll try and answer them. If we can, mm-hmm. we will find someone that can, but as always, you can find us on Instagram at the underscore UCAST or shoot us an email at the UCAST at gmail.com. And we will talk to you next week. Talk to you next week.